Today's episode of the Chasing Daylight podcast is sponsored by Chasing Aces Golf. Golf comes with pressures and expectations, and that includes what you wear. Chasing Aces hats, performance polos, and t-shirts keep you looking sharp from the clubhouse to the tee box. Visit ChasingAcesGolf.com. You can find them on Instagram as well at Chasing Aces Golf. Even the best are Chasing Aces. It is the U.S. Open weekend. Joe and I are going to be out of town. So I decided, hmm, who would be a damn good guest to have on the show? And so I've got a special treat for you. One of our closest friends of the podcast is going to be on for this episode of the Chasing Daylight Podcast. So how the hell are you, Roars? I'm good, man. I'm real good. So uh, let all the listeners know where you're at right now. Uh, I'm in Boston, Massachusetts, just outside of Brookline, where the U.S. Open is being hosted. And what are you doing there? Uh, well, if I told you, I'd have to kill you. But okay. um, We won't say that then. <laughs> let's just say I'm working, working on a few golf clubs here and there. Yeah, you've got a nice little uh, adventure going on. And uh, so I, I uh, when I found out what you were going to be doing, uh, I thought, damn, this might be a good time to have you on the show because we tried to get a couple things scheduled, just couldn't get it done in time with all the traveling that everybody in the group's been doing. Uh, so I figured you've got some eyeballs on the ground out at the country club. And maybe you could bring a little bit of insight, maybe a little insider information to what's actually going on at a U.S. Open venue. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it. Uh, I, this is the first time. I mean, I've played or been on the property at U.S. Open courses before, but never while they were in U.S. Open shape. And I'm just like, wow. Like, I, I passed this year on trying to qualify. Um and get to the longest day in golf. And I'm glad that I did because had I, had I gotten in, I really think I might've killed somebody at this course. <laughs> okay. So why is that? What, 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 what's going on? Well, I mean, you know, any tournament you got tight fairways with, you know, patrons on either side, but one of the things that was kind of unique about, you know, the undulations out here, like for example, um, eight T box. And, you know, of course they've lengthened the course since we met on it, you know, back in 1913. Yeah. Uh, and so there's some spots that are just like kind of awkward to have a tee box, but they, you know, it's the only place they could put one. So like eight, for example, um, I was on one side of the fairway, getting ready to cross to the other side, going up back towards the clubhouse. And they stopped us so that Rory and, and his group could tee off. And like, they literally hit over us. Like I'm looking up a hill. That's not really that. I mean, it's, it was up there a little ways, but it's not like Hawaii elevation. But I was just thinking to myself, like that, I'm standing right where my snap duck hook is going to go <laughs> if, I, if that's what I hit off the tee. So what what's the vibe like there on property? I mean, I've I've played, we played Torrey Pines. That's the only U.S. Open course we've played, and it you no, know, it was nowhere near uh, conditions, um, but with all the grandstands and everything that with all that there, it's really a cool looking venue, but without it, it was just a, you know, a basic golf course. So what, what's the vibe there walking around the grounds? Um, I would say it, it's actually kind of a little cramped and I don't necessarily know if that's because of the amount of people here, 
or just because, you know, this property wasn't built to host the type of events the PGA Tour USGA put on now. Yeah, um, I saw some camera footage today. They were like going to commercial break and they showed the crowd and it was like they were like being herded like cattle. I mean, it was so oh, yeah. tight. Yeah, there were there were times I was like, my gosh, did Tiger decide to go ahead and play? It's <laughs> just seas of people. But um, and you know, like the only negative thing I'm going to say is that pace of play was so slow that if you were camped out, it was so long in between shots. Um, if you were trying to follow someone, you just were standing around forever, and there was you know there was a lot of murmuring in the crowds, like this is miserable. Um, almost had like that Ryder Cup feel where especially with the split tees and whatnot that you know there were some periods where just wasn't anybody around and and when they were everybody was waiting yeah um, there was, I that's saw, probably the only that's the only negative i have yeah i saw a lot of a lot of waiting on tee boxes mm-hmm. from what i watched today yeah and then I got, I got to see a little bit of this afternoon on the tv where we were working and um television does not do justice to how deep the rough is or how small the greens are. Really? Yeah. It's, it's gnarly. I mean, like these greens are, I mean, they're tiny and like, I'm trying to take pics, some pictures and whatnot. And it's just like, well, for example, like the very, the first green I walked up on, I was like, Oh, this is a cute little shipping area. And then it's like, Holy cow, this is number one green. Uh, yeah, the, the, some of the greens are really small. I mean, they're not, I don't think they're Pebble Beach small, but they're pretty damn small. Yeah, and then the amount of undulation and break and slope and whatnot in such a small space is, is crazy. So were you surprised at the amount of people uh, at three under and then Hadwin at four under? Yeah, uh, definitely. Um, and especially the guys that, that went to three and four later in the day, because, I mean, my hat was blown off my head more than once today. And I mean, it was gusting over 25 miles an hour at times and the oh, wind man. and the rough and the, at least we had cooler temperatures. You know, I, I left, I left North Florida where it was 106 with 99% humidity and up here at 72 with hardly any. And <laughs> it is, uh, That's quite a pleasant. Uh, yeah. Other than the, the gusting winds. I mean, I, for real, I think I'd have shot a hundred today. Um, like these, these greens, it's like small green, fringe, and then ankle high rough. Jeez. There's, you know, not really much. I mean, you get some approach, you know, but if you miss left, right, or long, it's it's tricky. Well, I saw uh, one of JT's shot this afternoon. He was in the rough and uh, from 212 and put it to about 15 feet, and I was like, holy shit. <laughs> that is ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, I'd be lucky to get that 70 yards. Oh, yeah. Yep. And then too, like you see some guys like playing sideways or playing backwards almost. And it's not because necessarily because of the slope of the green, but just the way the grass is laying, they just know the ball's not going to come out going in the direction they want it to. Yeah. So uh, who's who amongst the, the crowd do you feel is the, is the favorite out there? Oh, amongst the crowd, I'm going to say Rory. Yeah. He was my pick. So hopefully he won. Well, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> that would be good. I had him picked to uh, lead after the first round, but oh, so close, uh, so close. So glad to bogey eighteen. Ah. <laughs> so, um, is 
is there any because all, all we've heard of in the golf world right now is this live shit um what's the is there any talk of that that you're hearing i haven't heard any and i really expected you know on the the subway the train the airplanes people to be talking about that i figured folks would be chatting about it in the galleries and i i didn't hear it once today you like you're the first person to utter it <laughs> wow that's good to hear yeah Ken, i'm, yeah, I'm, I'm wondering if we'll, we'll get a little sidetracked here for a second uh i'm wondering if it's just the people that are like heavily involved in the game either you know like they have a podcast or they're very social on their social accounts or their writers or anything like that those are the people that are making a big blow up about this I, I got a couple golf friends that I'm going to reach out to that I know they're not they they golf and we've been friends for a long time but you know golf isn't their passion and I'm curious mm -hmm. what their thoughts are on it and I I have a suspicion that they're going to be like what are you talking about <laughs> yeah so that's, yep. that's good that's good uh did you see Phil at all? What was the what was the crowd like around him? Because that's who I was expecting yeah. was going to catch the most heat today. It was very mixed. Um, he was on the end of the driving range when I walked by, and there was a probably equal combination of cheers for Phil and heckling. Well, they did a good job a few, of keeping it off TV then. Yep, a few boos at the uh, at the first tee, which is right there by the putting green. It's like awkwardly by the putty green. Like everybody has to stop and be still for them to tee off. Really? Yeah. I mean, it looks like an extension of the putting green. I'll try to get a picture of it for you tomorrow. That's what that's well, you know, that's how Eugene country club is too. The putting green is right next to the first tee. Mm -hmm. And I've, I've seen a few, a few courses like that, but never, a never a tour stop. It's, they obviously I think they put a ran out, out of realist. Yeah. They, they obviously ran out, ran out of real estate trying to, uh, <laughs> Stretch the stretch the hole out. So, have you walked any of the other parts of the course? Because it's it's three nine hole routings there, and then they've borrowed a couple mm -hmm. holes from. Ha, have you walked all the property, or are you just staying on the the holes they're playing? I walked all eighteen today. Uh, the eighteen they're playing, um, and you can tell that they're skipping around or borrowing holes. Yeah, because it's it's kind of kind of wonky at times. It's really not. It's really not a patron-friendly course, in my opinion. Um, like you can't get up on a lot of the tee boxes. You can't. The greens are so small that you can't fit that many people around the greens. Like it's. It's really. Well, I know. I know the, the there's a there's a ton of blind shots too that the players have. So the fans, mm -hmm. you know, from the greens have that same obstruction. Yeah, absolutely. And then that too was kind of made some of the the waiting around um even more painful because you couldn't see the people they were waiting on yeah i mean it's, it's hard to track a ball sometimes when you can see the player hit so i imagine not even <laughs> being able to see it and all of a sudden yeah. there's a ball in the rough and you're like where the hell did that come from who hit that so yeah, yeah. i could see how that could be a little bit of a weird experience oh yeah and then one of the cool things like i'm sure you've seen the greatest game ever played um the movie mm -hmm. and you know how the houses are like right up on the property and there's just a fence. Oh yeah. You know, they, the, they were showing that all day today on the broadcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just, it's just like that. And, uh, it's, it's actually kind of tough to follow the ball sometimes because you're following the ball into these old timey white 
painted houses. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I got to know about, did you go into any of the, uh, um, the uh, like memorabilia shops, stores, I did. fan gear? Yep, I did. So I, my buddy was out there on Tuesday and I said, Hey, uh, I need a logo shirt, extra large black. And he told me, he goes, $95. Sorry. And I, what? I said, yeah, okay. Totally agree with that. That's bullshit. Um, <laughs> is that what you saw? Did you see, is, is it jacked up like that? Are the prices are, I mean, no. we got $18 I'll get, I'll get you, ultras. No, I'll get, I'll get you a $34 black shirt tomorrow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I told him, I said, yeah. no, I didn't, I didn't want a, uh, you know, uh, a Peter Millar, uh, polo. I was just looking for a t-shirt. Right. Yeah. No, I, I, uh, since this will air after I get home, I got my wife a t-shirt. I got myself a t-shirt. Oh, there you go. Okay, and, uh, yeah, yeah, they got, they got a ton, um, 47 brand and Imperial and, uh, what's the other one? It's like SRI or yeah. SDI. Yeah. So, so what's the what's the shop look like? Is it huge? Oh, it's huge. Yeah. It's bigger than it's bigger than sawgrass. Oh wow. I I guess being the being a US open, it's gonna be pretty big. Yeah, I've heard just rumors about the, the gift shops at the majors that they're just ridiculous. Absolutely. And uh one thing that's really impressive is the uh women's and junior selection. Oh really? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. It's I mean, about it, time. Yeah, I would say two thirds of it was ladies. Wow. Wow. Somebody's yeah, finally it, waking up. And everything's really reasonable. I mean, like if drinkware, you know, the little souvenir type things that you might collect at every tournament you go to, yeah. um, t shirts. I mean, the polo shirts, yeah. The, you know, Peter Millar, RLX, um, of course all that gonna stuff's going to be 93, 95. I mean, not really more than a normal pro shop markup um and then the food was very i mean i didn't i didn't have to buy anything but i mean beers were you get three for the price of the pga yeah right i mean good lord what are you thinking <laughs> I mean, that that was straight inflation price gouging there i mean good lord i i was when he told me the price i was like whoa and i'm like well maybe this is the new thing do you know if if you can take the time and have the the money to go to these events. Uh, you're gonna get raped on stuff like that. So that's yeah. good. I'm glad to hear that it wasn't like that. So no, not at all. It is so very what, reasonable. What has been something that has surprised the hell out of you so far? Like you weren't expecting this. Um, what surprised the hell out of me? Without letting too many cats out of the bag, I'm gonna say um, being in the circles of the equipment reps and the club builders and everything uh how precise these guys clubs are being built oh yeah yeah like i mean um there was a set of irons regrip today that the right hand was built up a little extra but the player wanted the tape moved up it started starting to build up an eighth of an inch higher than where it was. <laughs> and I'm just like, cause I, you know, I made a putter for Blair O'Neill, um, like five or six years ago. Yeah. And she requested like a swing weight. I don't even remember what it was, but oh, it was yeah, like was, something was ridiculous. Yeah. Something point three, you know, like, like as if you can tell the difference between <laughs> point oh and point three. 
So I like I, <laughs> I almost wonder if some of these players just have like the what do you call it? Uh just hypochondriac. Yeah. You know? If it's not this like way, ten, I can't ten play cup. Golf. Yeah. Yeah, ten cup, you know, put all your chain in your left pocket and move your <laughs> right grip grip tape up an eighth of an inch. <laughs> <laughs> so is is uh how how's it like doing that stuff? Is it is it nerve wracking? Is it is it fun? Um, are you a little paranoid or you're like this is this is badass? No, it's badass. It's uh, it's what I'm good at. You know, like I'm not out of my comfort zone. Uh-huh. Um, fitting and building is my jam. Um, like I, I mean, I understand that stuff. I can they just drop me in and I talk to lingo and I can make build tweak grind bend you know it's uh to be completely honest uh having to take a bus and then a train and then a subway and then another bus was more nerve-wracking to me than uh you know <laughs> good old country boy <laughs> what's this bearded freak actually you probably there's probably not beards <laughs> in there because it's cold no not too many <laughs> I, will, I will admit that like i looked in the mirror the other day and i was like why am i afraid of getting mugged i think gonna be afraid of getting mugged by me yes <laughs> <laughs> if i wasn't in slacks and a polo shirt you know hey you just just put a a, a new england uh, patriots hat on backwards and uh, a denim jacket and you'll be fine i'd rather slip my wrist <laughs> uh, so uh, what do you got uh, what do you got going on the rest of the week because this was day one uh what how are you spending the rest of the time of the tournament um well tonight i'm gonna slide over to TD Garden and watch some basketball here in a minute. Nice. Um, tomorrow night I'm going to go to Fenway see my Cardinals play the White uh, Red Sox. Nice. Um, and then it's really just kind of hang out on call in case you want to. You're in the bathroom. You just want to piss on the building a little bit for me at Fenway. That'd be great. Appreciate that. Yeah, okay. I could do that. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're a Yankee fan, aren't you? Yes, I am. Yeah. Yeah, no love for the. But you know what? I I I am a baseball fan <clears throat> first, and I have a ton of respect for the history of the game. I would absolutely love to go see a game at Fenway. Yeah, I mean that's that was kind of my thing. I was like, I'm gonna go to Fenway, and then when I pulled it up and saw the Cardinals were in town, it was just icing on the cake. Win win. Yeah. So what's what is this your first time in Boston? Uh, I went to some of the Stanley Cup games in 19. But other than that, that's uh, that's my extent. That Those two trips, I uh, slept in the airport. So oh, geez. this is a little, a little nicer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you feel the comments about Boston being the best sports town in America are accurate? Um... I just don't know because I've never I, been there. I could see I could see that because you know if you, for example, you know I went to, I went to uh, you know Tampa Tampa Tampa's not. I mean they got the Bucks just won a Super Bowl you know not that long ago yeah. and um, the Lightning have been winning Stanley Cups trying to trying to win another one. I went to a Rays game and I couldn't tell if I was at Tropicana Field or Bush Stadium that there was. Uh, I mean, I got pictures of the crowd. There's more red in the seats. You know, yeah. you go to Atlanta. Atlanta's a melting pot. You've got vi- all kinds of vis- visiting fans. You've got um, Jacksonville, which, I mean, the Jaguars suck anyway. But, um, so, yeah, I can see where they could they could claim that for Boston because 
four out of five people are wearing either Celtics, Bruins, or Red Sox. Some. Yeah. I've never, I've, I've never been there to experience a town. I, I hear it's great. And you know, my only displeasure is, is the Red Sox and that's cause I'm a Yankee fan, but no, uh, no hate for the town. Um, yeah. Other than the ignorant <laughs> Red Sox fans. <laughs> yeah. Which right, there's, right you know, there's through, ignorant Yankee fans too. So I'm not, you know, that's true. Every team has their ignorant fans. Yeah. Uh, but I, I'd love <laughs> to get out there and, and, and check out some of the events. So it's awesome that you're getting to, you know, see a trifecta of major sports in a matter of days. Yeah. I'm pretty stoked about that. Another cool thing I'll mention is like riding through downtown, all these old timey brick buildings, like Boston kept several brick manufacturers in business for probably the better part of a century. (laughs) I've never seen so much brick. It's crazy. I, I when we went but, to Nantucket, the old buildings there, it was just unreal. Mm-hmm. And like high rises, you know, like skyscrapers, and they'd be all bricks. And it's like that could not have been economical. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> it was all the tea. It was all the tea. They got all the money from the tea. Yep, that had to be it. So does it does it feel more patriotic being around? Boston during the U.S. Open? Do you feel like America is just oozing out of everybody? Oh, yeah. I mean, just walk around the grounds and so many people wearing red, red, white, and blue. And, of course, all the red, white, and blue swag for the U.S. Open. And um, The only thing I, I was surprised, I thought there'd be some sort of U.S. Open presence at the airport, and there wasn't anything, really. Um, huh, that's surprising. But, I mean, other, other than that, yeah, it's very much Americana and uh, you know, all the manufacturers with their U S open swag that's what I was going to ask you next. So uh, my favorite one by far, by far is a tailor-made one uh, yes. <laughs> with, with all the, the Boston uh, accolades on there, the lights for the Paul Revere, the, the, I mean mm-hmm. the color making it look like old parchment. I mean, just, they killed it. Uh, yep. the, the Callaway house, house number house number for we met house. Yep. Yep. Uh, the oh. Callaway Srixon and ping uh, a little too much America for, you know, I mean, it was just too red, white, and blue, which I don't think that that's a bad thing. It's just, it didn't seem like their creative juices came out the way the tailor made bag did. Right. But what is up with Titleist? Why don't they do anything for their staffers? I really don't know. Um, I know Vokey, Vokey does some stuff, so I really don't know why Timeless Footjoy really doesn't. Right? I mean, it's it's it seems like a no-brainer. Yep. I mean, you got Cameron and then Vokey Accessories is about it on the on the Titleist side. I'm really. I mean, I I it was cool to see Srixon hopping on this because it's basically been tailor made in Callaway. For mm-hmm. I mean, Ping rarely that I can recall has done anything, so it was cool to see them. Um, well, maybe Titus will wake up and go, oh, "Shit, maybe we should be doing this." Right. All right. So, what do you, what do you, uh, what are you predicting for a win, score wise and player? Oh, um, I've heard some rumblings that they think folks are going to start going lower because of the. Rain that's coming, soften up the green some. Oh, they got some rain coming in? Yeah, it's supposed to rain tonight, and then 
a good bit tomorrow as well. Mm. Um, I think the rain during play is going to lower score or raise scores. And then I really think unless they put mowers in the rough that if they get water, that's, it's going to, it's going to jump and make it more difficult. Oh, that rough is going to get thick. Yeah. Yep. Mm. Even even if they do put a mower on it, it's gonna it's gonna be soft and oh yeah and thick. So, um, I'm gonna say seven under. Seven under. Okay, that's I, yeah. my my prediction was two under. I just thought the course was just gonna play way too hard. I I really I would have been right there with you, except for you know the threes and fours shot this afternoon. I mean, it was it was brutal this afternoon. Yeah, and, and shooting that is it's impressive. Mm-hmm. All right, so who brings home the W? Who? Um, who brings home the W? Uh, I haven't. I really haven't studied the leaderboard that well, so I'm still kind of, kind of stabbing a little bit. Okay. Um, I'm gonna say Rory and Scheffler are both gonna be top five, okay. but I think a lesser known is gonna pull it out. Um. Hmm. And probably somebody playing a lot of Texas golf or European golf. Um, maybe not, you know, you know, I'm, I saw, I watched Justin Rose play a few holes. I know he had some bogeys, but he had he's, a lot of birdies. He's playing really I well. He eliminates the bogeys and doesn't have any of those. Oh shits. Um, I, yeah, I he shot 68 today. Did he? Yep. Yeah. And I know he had, he started out like bogey, birdie, bogey. And then I don't know. He, he had that four or five birdies on the front. Yes. Scheffler, uh, he was even shot a 70 and, uh, Rory is shot a 67 Hadwind 66. Some pretty good scores. I mean, there's 14. Let's see how many of that, uh, There is 25 players at one under or better. Yeah. That's shooting. <laughs> like I, I'm not even going to bash the guys that shot 13 over today. <laughs> yeah, there was, uh, let's see, three guys. Sean Crawford, <laughs> Keith Green, and Caleb Manuel. But you know yeah. what? They could do that and live and still bring home 130 grand. So. Yeah, that's that's true. <laughs> Uh, let's see. So they have a projected cut line. I'm looking on data golf right now. Um, I guess it's a little too early. They're right now have it at plus three is the top 80. Yeah. That's, and you think it's could get worse. I do. I do. Good. I want to see these guys challenged. I want to see them get challenged. For sure. Well, all right, man. Hey, thanks for hopping on last minute. Uh, you're helping us fill a little gap. Uh, I hope you have an absolute blast out there. Be sure to take as many pictures as you can. Yeah. And uh, I will do it. And then way. maybe uh, maybe we squeeze in a little something from the Travelers, too. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And uh, maybe you um, need an assistant and uh, the open calls. So, you know. It's quite possible. Yeah. I, you know, you, you have a definite issue with the language, and I think I could really help you out. So. 
<laughs> there we go. <laughs> All right, brother. Have a good time tonight. Thanks again for coming on, and uh, we'll chat with you soon. You bet. Later.